Greetings, fellow patron. This is a bonus episode. It is a chat that I had with my friend David, who will be co-hosting with me from time to time. This was really kind of a trial run. We were just talking about some things that interested us, and uh, one of the things that I'm going to be getting to more on the main feed will be dealing with the flood and a lot of the early stuff in Genesis, and I really feel like that uh, the church's view uh, on Genesis directly impacts our view on the end times um, and it's just super important to us in the faith as we move forward and uh, understand better understanding the scripture and what has been lost and what has been forgotten uh, one of the main themes that uh, I'm going to be getting to on the on the podcast is just the need to remember and how we see in scripture constantly people forgetting all that God has done. I mean, the Israelites, it's, it's, it, there's so many examples. And they were constantly setting up these altars and monuments and things to remember something God did. And so uh, one of the things we're talking about here is some of the evidence we see for the flood and, uh, you know, things in, uh, related to dinosaurs and, uh, you know, the fact that dinosaurs lived more recent than secular scientists would like us to believe. We talked about Moses, uh, proto-Hebrew language. We kind of just went all over, honestly. It was a fun little conversation. And it'll give you an idea of some of the things that are in store for the podcast later on. I'm also going to try to include some of the links of the articles uh, that I was finding in videos for your uh, enjoyment. Because I found them to be really helpful and really encouraging to my faith. And hopefully they'll do the same for you. Thanks so much for being a supporter of my Patreon page. God bless you, and uh, God keep you. So, yeah, I don't know. Have you, how much have you seen about uh, some of these underwater cities that have been found? I've, I've heard little bits about it, but where are they in particular? Well, I'm going to, Mediterranean or Mesopotamia? All over the place. Let's see. Let me open up. I have a, all the links saved. Flood evidence. Here we go. So let's see. We got underwater ruins in China. You've heard of the, have you heard of the Yunaguni monument? No. Oh, that one's massive. And they try to dismiss it as a natural formation, which is completely impossible i mean it's got like 90 degree angles and everything um you've got somewhere in greece uh one there you've got uh india okay you've got sunken pyramids discovered off the coast of cuba which are so far down they've not been able to actually explore them they've only mapped it with sonar and they say they say that might maybe the lost city of atlantis of the Which, coast of Cuba? Mm-hmm. Huh. And you've got... Uh, so, I mean, if it's off the coast of Cuba, you're talking an extremely advanced antediluvian civilization. I think that, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff, the way they always play it is it must be aliens. Oh, of course. And so, and, and anytime you have anything that supports... Um, the biblical worldview it's either not even understood because they're so far into their own worldview assumptions or it's just dismissed or it's considered an anomaly which 
is a is a very is a favorite of of secular scientists. That's well, an anomaly. Uh huh. You know, like all the the soft tissues they're finding in dinosaurs now, and some bones that have been found in Madagascar that aren't even fossilized. Wow. How do you how do you explain that with millions of years? It's impossible. Huh. Yeah, that is very interesting. And these are pretty well documented on sources that oh oh yeah secularists yeah, yeah. and it, yeah if you of course they all have their own you know baloney they come up with wow it's just so well preserved in this mud it's like the, <laughs> yeah mud fossilizes things it doesn't yeah that I mean they have to really do some gymnastics to try and find ways to excuse this stuff I mean you're getting remnants of DNA you're getting collagen you're getting you know um, other things that should have disintegrated essentially. But all oh, that stuff fascinates me. Oh, are you looking up something? Yeah. I'm looking up the pictures of the, the sunken city near Cuba. Yeah. So it's like a weird, because you can't really tell uh, like details. Cause it's just was done through, I think sonar. Yeah. But it's like, it's really, I mean, if this is, if I'm on a legitimate site, I have no idea. It's called archaeology world. I don't know. Um, but it's just a, it's like a, a computer generated mapping. Yes. And the, and I think the government, like there was something about them not wanting to see the problem. With a lot of, a lot of the stuff is it's not well reported because it doesn't fit their worldview. Right. And I wonder how they're dating some of these. Cause they're like, this is like, you know, 10,000 years old. And like, so it must not be, you know, people because it wouldn't have been this advanced, but perhaps they just had the dating wrong, but then they would also go against their worldview because man was more stupid and primitive the further back you go. Right. Versus every single ancient civilization talks about lost knowledge that existed prior to the flood and you became powerful by having claims to that lost knowledge. That was, that was your claim to be able to rule in the post-flood world was that you had still had access to the ancient knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've got, yeah, here's that sunken pyramids. I mean, that's, I mean, how far down is that too? I mean, and, and I like how it says maybe a 6,000-year-old city uh, it's interesting. I wonder how they came up with that number. Uh, several of the other articles also mentioned, you know, four to 5,000 years old. And you go, hmm. Because, you know, based on a, a very literal interpretation of, of a, the timeline biblically, that would be around the time of the flood. 650 to 700 meters beneath the surface of the ocean. That's a ways. Yeah. That is very interesting. And of course, they, they talk about Atlantis. And then here's here's what it says. Uh, we prefer to stay away from this from that subject, he said, because it's talking about Atlantis. This is something of great potential scientific interest, but it must involve serious authorities on ancient civilizations. Get those get those serious authorities, which we're all going to say aliens or something. Well, I mean, listen to the, the the ancient people's own texts and their own narratives. But no, we're too arrogant to do that. That's because we that's because we, we have progressed and we're smarter now. It is right. very very arrogant. Yeah. 
1966 excavated a land-based megalithic structure on the western coast close to the new underwater discovery said to date from 4000 BC. Based on that and other geological information, we're speculating that these are 6,000 years old. Hmm. Interesting. And the same pyramid structures keep showing up. Yeah. And I've wondered, I've heard this said before that uh, Egyptian pyramids, a lot of people believe they were there pre-flood. And just based on their construction, they survived the flood and uh, were left standing. I don't know if I, you know, if that's true or not. Huh. You know, because people often say, oh, it must have been aliens that helped them build these. Although there's been speculation, perhaps Joseph, uh, in his knowledge and wisdom, was able to help them in construction of the pyramids. I don't know. Because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I don't know if you've watched the the Tim Mahoney documentaries, but uh, they find, you know, all that extensive evidence for Joseph and and then what was really fascinating was the origin of Proto-Hebrew, which they always uh, attributed to the Philistine, uh, the, um, was it the Philistines. Um, I think the Philistines. Anyway, um, this, Phoenicians. Phoenicians, thank you. Not the Philistines. Um, but this was pre-Phoenician, uh, this language they found out in the Sinai Peninsula. And it's very, very similar to Hebrew. And they discovered it showed up right around the time Moses would have been in Egypt. And so the theory is maybe God, you know, essentially was creating the first alphabet through Moses so he could write the Torah. And so you should watch this. It's the Moses controversy. It's actually quite a good documented evidence of why we can trust that he wrote it and, and how he would have been able to do so. Because a lot of the arguments are, well, there wasn't written language at that time. But this clearly shows that there was. Well, one of the things like so um, oral tradition is something far stronger than we give it credit for because it's beyond our comprehension as moderns. Mm -hmm. And so it's not really necessarily a problem if the mosaic writings were a collected oral tradition. But um, yeah, I mean, that's very interesting. I don't know. Well, Um, yeah, I mean, that's this possibility. But yeah, that that is interesting. I've I've heard too that there's Hebrew inscriptions found in Egypt from around the same time period too. And if you think about it, God has gave him the Ten Commandments. It was written yeah, on stone. Are, so what was it written, written with? You know, like clearly it would have been a language he understood. Yeah. So I mean, that's just common sense. And then he's that's true. You know, and clearly he would have been giving him. Um, all the information about the ancient world uh and some maybe he knew through you know from what had been passed down but uh, you know a lot of it was uh, clearly lost and so god is providing the accurate uh worldview yeah narrative. Well, one of the things they're saying that's really interesting is like the the what the narrative recorded in the torah is kind of like a response and correction to the other narratives. So like nobody back then denied that there was a flood. Everybody knew that. And oh yes. Why there, yes. why there was a flood. Yes. I mean, so and it's we, been, it was recorded in, in, I don't even know the number countless different uh, cultures of the time. 
Yeah. What's even more fascinating, you can go on to, um, I highly recommend watching some of the videos from Genesis Apologetics, but there's some uh-huh. Chinese pastor or, or presenter apologist. I'm not sure who he is, but he's, he's talking about the origin of the Chinese language and where they get the word boat. And, you know, cause they use symbols and basically he, tr- he talks about these different uh-huh. things that basically point back to Genesis. Like boat was, was uh, the symbol with eight people. And then, uh, you know, like uh, tree, and there, there's obviously the word. Basically, there's like two trees and a snake, and it was basically it's all the stuff that points back to Genesis. But it would have been, it was ancient, you know, China. So it would huh. have, you know, they're far separated from the Hebrews, and from that time frame, and yet here's this indication in their language that they have knowledge of these early events on some level. So. Uh, that's fascinating huh. also but yeah if you that look at genesis genesis apologetics they do really good videos uh they talk about all the stuff with the dinosaurs and 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 they reference all that stuff um i've really found them helpful this is a more i think a more recent ministry this guy named dan biddle who was like a secular um i don't know if he's a geophysicist or something he was somebody in the you know who had kind of walked away from his faith thought it was all nonsense and then uh, I forget exactly what it was that struck him and and uh, shifted him back toward believing the Bible was actually literally true and oh. accurate. <clears throat> so you should see some of their stuff. They got good stuff. Nice. Well, I think we've got enough to go off here, Dave, uh, for our practice. So let me end the recording. <laughs>